everybody. From Salt Lake City, Utah, it's Thank God I'm Atheist, the podcast. I'm Frank. And I am Mark, who has permanently usurped Dan, sitting in for Dan. (laughs) (laughs) Coming up today, um, we're going to be talking about this horrid, horrid group that's coming to to Utah. A spooky Uh, Halloween subject. Halloween time. Um, What is it called? The Christian Family? The World Congress of Families. Yeah. And they're nasty folk. They're they're worse than the headless worse than the headless horseman. Ooh, mm-hmm. that's terrifying. Or they're like a hundred Draculas. <laughs> but there's more than that of them, right? Oh, there's ten thousand like, Draculas. And yeah. they're, they're coming and they're descending on Salt Lake. Your Frankenstein's, your mummies. Just uh, be ready, Salt Lake. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> so okay, so we'll be talking about that. <laughs> um, yeah. Hi, well, Frank. Hi. Hi, Mark. It's good to be back. Uh, yeah, it's good to have you back. Thank Second you. week in a row. Yeah. Um, actually, there, there's going to be a third one, too, right? I think so, if, yeah. As long as it works out with your schedule. Yeah, if you'll have me back. Yeah, no, absolutely. Sweet. Um, Dan, of course, is uh, in the lap of luxury in the south of France at He's, the moment. Yeah. Um, just doing what Dan does. He's in that <laughs> European hellscape. <laughs> he just he can't go more than a few months without taking a trip somewhere so scumbag <laughs> uh anyway um it's great to have you here mark thank you do you have anything you want to start with or you want me to get going uh, you go first me go first yeah okay um well i think it's time that uh i don't know if you love this story as much as i do but uh the kim davis oh, phenomenon God. go away <laughs> It keeps going on. God, go away. This thing's got some serious legs. She's got some you know? s- some legs. Yeah. Probably very stumpy. Stout. Stout. She's got a good center of gravity. <laughs> it's hard to knock her out of the press. <laughs> uh, anyway, the uh, she uh, she got honored this week with a uh, visit from the Pope. I know. <laughs> Come on. Which is just mind-boggling to me because... He, I mean, he just walked just straight into, into an issue that is going to completely alienate so many people in this country who, like, started to feel really positive about him. I, like, it's, it's just, it's absurd to me. It was such a misstep. Clear, Like, doesn't he have help? Like, yeah. Aren't there vice popes or <laughs> Vice Pope? Pope, uh, pope runner up, you know, that can <laughs> prevent him from making such a stupid. Yeah. I know. You it, would, you would think so. It's it's kind of like if extraterrestrials contacted Earth and we're like, oh, my God, this is the moment. And they're like, oh, yeah, we actually just want to talk to Gilligan. Just be like clown. Wh- you know? What? Yeah. Um, initially, the uh, the Vatican would neither confirm nor deny that it actually happened, which everybody who pays attention to the Vatican was like, well, that's just them saying that it happened, but right. they're not going to talk about it. And then they, they eventually... Just said, yeah, it happened. Amazing. And uh, so they sat down, the Pope, uh, or the Holy Father, hmm. as I should call him, uh, he presented uh, Kim and her husband uh, with rosaries that he had blessed. Um, the, uh, they, they're keeping the photos private, at least at the moment. Uh, they're all in the possession of the Vatican. We'll see if they actually are willing to release them. I at can't any wait point. to see what her husband's wearing to meet the boat. <laughs> he put on his best hunting hunting hat, uh, his best coveralls, and he yeah. brought his fancy scatter gun. <laughs> 
and then, of course, um, he asked her to pray for him because he needs it. That was he, his whole line this entire time. He always time. does that. Yeah. I think he thinks it's humble. I, it's not, it's rub, starting to rub me the wrong way. Well, it, it's kind of like you're saying this to all these poor people and handicapped and deformed people. And it's like, dude, yeah. you, you're kind of set. Yeah. You, no. live, you live in a big house. Yeah. And, you know, you travel. Yeah. You're fuck praying for you. Yeah. Right. Well, and it, I mean, on along the same lines, I read an article about him at the, the prison that he went to go visit. Uh, and he met with like three or four of the inmates and yeah. they're talking and, and, uh, and he's like, he says, you know, that, you know, um, that we're all sinners, right? Yeah. And then he ad libs for a minute. He goes off script and he says, and you know, I'm, I'm of course, I'm the worst of them. <laughs> He's saying this to people who yeah. are incarcerated. Yeah. And it's like, okay, you don't have to like do this self deprecating. Yeah. It's, I mean, is it, is that like, you, it's kind of a humble brag kind of thing. Like, you know, it's bullshit. Yeah. Hello. And, and he also Although he probably is a major league center. Who knows? But oh, for sure. <laughs> um, but he also said that he he said that he's also a captive oh, to the captive. prisoners. And that's captive like, of... no, dude, you're getting on a fancy plane and flying back to Rome. Yeah. These guys are doing 20 to life in the stone lonely. You're not a captive. <laughs> Come on. Just a captive of a lifetime of achievement and. uh <laughs> being respected amongst his peers. Yeah. And yeah. Fancy dress. Yeah. Uh and fancy dress. Uh let's see. And then also she was also she had received another honor this week. Um which was by The Mayonnaise Council. <laughs> she makes a good mayonnaise. She makes it. <laughs> she she makes a little known fact about her. And she can wipe it out. <laughs> Just attacks it with I it's everything so french fries so mean <laughs> oh that was that a fat joke that was a fat joke <laughs> well it was kind I, of it was kind i just of, was thinking it was like a, some weird foodie joke uh, yeah. She, yeah she makes her own mayonnaise <laughs> it was a fat regional joke <laughs> sorry kentucky uh, all right well she um uh there was a prominent christian organization by the name of Voters or Values Voter Summit. That's or that that's not the organization. That was the event, the Values yeah. Voter Summit in Washington D.C. Um, you know, there's uh, been speeches by conservatives uh, like uh, Donald Trump and Ted Cruz and Ben Carson. Um, but at this event during the 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 summit, they uh, Kim Davis shows up and they um, they give her this uh, recognition, this award. And they also compare her <clears throat> to Abraham Lincoln, Martin Luther King, and Rosa Parks. <laughs> like, if, if all three? Like, if all three, <laughs> like, th three men and a baby? or how Yeah, a uh, form of Chris, Kim <laughs> Davis. They, well, first of all, <laughs> Abraham Lincoln was much taller. <laughs> Yeah, they just merge into one, right? So they literally t said that she was like all three of those people. Yeah, I mean, well, she was compared to them, you know. Who was it that made the first obvious, the first person to make this comparison, and it's super obvious, is, no, babe, you're not Rosa Parks, you're the bus driver. Ooh. Right? Yeah. And that's yeah. been kind of a meme, and it's totally true. Yeah. Rosa Parks uh, committed civil disobedience to expand the franchise of freedom and people being treated with respect. Exactly. Kim Davis is civil disobeying in mm -hmm. order to prevent people from 
enjoying their freedoms. Right. So, so not a Gandhi figure, <laughs> Lincoln much. <laughs> what about Harvey Milk? Could we compare? Like, there should be like this whole list of like. I think it's like completely outrageous, completely inappropriate. Uh, well, she's being compared to Jesus, I'm sure, but <laughs> but you know, she's obviously the the comparison is George Wallace, and yeah, you know, every yeah. kind of horrible Jim Crow era asshole that yeah. 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 But but you know go but for it. But amazing that they can pick from that era. Yeah. The <laughs> the side that was expanding rights. Yeah, they threw a dart and they missed by a mile. Yeah. Yeah. And the the other thing here that's being lost on people is that civil disobedience like people are like like the pope supposedly is sort of outraged, right? That she um you know is is or I don't know if outraged is the right word, but like his whole thing is well she shouldn't be being punished for for standing up for what she believes and it's like no if you're breaking the law that's what civil disobedience yeah. is it's getting a a, a, a a mass of people mm-hmm. to make examples of themselves and be punished and right. get the public outraged right through you know being imprisoned yeah and, and, and facing the punishment exactly for the the the, the crime that they're that and they're, and and part of it is showing how unjust that is. crime that they're committing yeah, yeah exactly you you know the the just in Salt Lake, when the, the, the Capital 13 went up there to kind of force the legislature to vote on this, um, uh, uh, what was it, non-discrimination bill. Right. And, this, and the legislature didn't want to because the Supreme Court case, blah, long story short. But all these people went up there knowing they were going to get arrested. Right. They didn't go up there and say, we're going to block the door to the governor's office. And, you know, we really don't want to be inconvenienced. Right. So you shouldn't arrest us because that's wrong. Mm-hmm. No. It's Rosa Parks but, knew she was going to get arrested. Exactly. Dr. King knew he was going to get a truncheon in the head. Right. Every time he walked into some shithole town. Right. And that's that's the deal with civil disobedience. Right. You don't say, yeah, I'm, I want to break the law and I've got a lunch appointment. So. Right. See ya. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. But she's outraged about the prison time and that her supporters are outraged that she was imprisoned in the first time. Right. Not imprisoned, but put in jail for a few days. Right. You know, and and that's just ludicrous. Ludicrous. I mean, the, the ways in which they are missing the point <laughs> is it, all of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's all of them. Yeah, it's, it's remarkable. And it's kind of sad, you know, it's and really I'm not sad about it. What's so what just. Well, what's sad is just how stupid the whole thing is and that she's right. getting any attention. But really, what is a county clerk? Mm. They file. Mm-hmm. They they write down something and they put and they file it in a cabinet. Right. Right. That's it. <laughs> so get over yourself. Yeah. Kim Davis. <laughs> Please. Uh, for the sake of what was uh, <laughs> for the sake of foreheads everywhere. What was Stephen Colbert <laughs> called her a, a, a forehead magnate? <laughs> I think I think she's just cla- she's got that classic lunch lady vibe going on. <laughs> oh, oh. Anyway. so I thought I'd just kind of divulge into something stupid for a minute. Since Please we're off the 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 heady topic of Kim Davis. Uh, so there is <laughs> no a, puns inserted. <laughs> there is a real person. Mostly, the only reason I want to talk about this story is because this real person's name. Is Theodore Shubat. All right. <laughs> Keep just going. Spelled, spelled just like it sounds. Shubat, not hyphenated. Like, like S-H-O-E-B-A-T? Shubat. Wow. Yeah, use that in a sentence and you win the spelling bee. <laughs> so 
I played a new game. <laughs> so I played with, with I, a shoe bat. In my notes, I have Theodore Shoebat, crazy person. <laughs> you, you take the bat off your foot and then. Or you use, it, you use it to beat your shoe. I don't know. Oh, there you go. Uh, so Theodore Shubat, crazy person, is the son of Walid Shubat, <laughs> the elder crazy person. <laughs> so both of these guys are somehow, you know, there's this massive right-wing blogosphere of just kooks, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And these guys are kind of on the right outer edge of that. They write for this horrible website called Barbed Wire, which is this... This guy named Matt Barber is this shrieking right-wing guy, lunatic that's always throwing the uh, every kind of conspiracy out there. Mm, okay. Obama birth certificate. That's like the milder edge. Sure. Okay. So Waleed Shubat, the, the, his spawn, Theodore of the, I don't know, Shubats, um, <laughs> has been right. He's a columnist on this website uh, called Barbed Wire for Matt Barber. Okay. Has been writing a lot. Uh, of columns that include things like um, Theodore Shubat calls for the global inquisition to execute homosexuals and throw off their sodomite homo sharia law imposed by sodomite bastards and faggots. That's a quote. I'm not paraphrasing just so everybody knows <laughs> he called. F- he was very butthurt when uh, Obama uh, nominated our friend uh, Eric Fanning that we talked about last week right, to yeah. be the secretary of the army because he's destroying the military and pleasing Satan by appointing fags. Uh, he's Theo the Shubat has claimed, has demanded that gays, feminists, Muslims, and atheists must all be executed, that all gay friendly Christians must be executed. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> yes. He wants to burn the fag flag, which is pretty tame given every, uh, his other opinions. Burn away, man. Uh, and, uh, so this started getting some attention, his calls for jihad. And uh, Matt Barber, who is one of those right-wing guys that would never back down, never apologize, has suddenly unhappened the family shoe bat from his website. So there's oh. there's no reference. They're just gone. What? Yeah. So Wow. So, you know, pray for them. I hope they're all right. They, uh, <laughs> Theodore of Shubat. Just wandering around on the internet with no... Uh, yeah, they don't have a home right now. So uh, Theodore Shubat, who's called for death to everyone who differs from him, was just featured in a, a, apparently a very loving right-wing documentary called Light Winds uh, with fat dope Mike Huckabee and that freedom-loving, get-the-government-out-of-my-life government hero, Rand, I got mine, Paul... <laughs> So, um, so anyway, that's, I just thought I'd bring up the shoe bats and their call for gays, feminists, Muslims, atheists, gay, friendly Christians, et cetera, et cetera, to be killed. So if you're in one of those groups, lock your doors. The shoe bats are at large. The shoe bats come to town. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I, I had no, I had no clue. Life is better now that you know about the shoe yeah. bats. I, I, I tend to not delve too far into that side of the internet i let it it be curated for me (laughs) like like i will not go searching for these for these lunatics so thank you the times i've peaked like i let it be curated for me too by Uh someone who's got a a stronger stomach yeah but the times i have peaked beyond the veil there (laughs) i have definitely needed a silkwood shower (laughs) oh my goodness all right what you got frank well do i go with the hypocrite or 
I I think I'm going to save the hypocrite. Oh, good. All right. Uh, so down in New Zealand, mm. um, they have just recently rejected an application by the Jedi Society, and that's Jedi as in Star Wars uh-huh. Society, um, to be recognized as a legitimate charitable group. Oh, that is some right? fucking bullshit right there. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, it sounds like basically they're trying to be recognized as a religious group. Um, and, and I'm not quite... The, the, the way that the, the the New Zealand media is talking about it is in New Zealandese. Yeah, so you have so to read it like it, that. It's, it's, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm having kind of a hard time with like a lot of these details. <laughs> but... Um, it's clear that they they're they're trying to be a religious organization, and uh, they're um, they because of this decision by the uh, Department of Internal Affairs, they were, are not going to be eligible for any kind of tax exempt charitable status, and uh, and as such, they um, yeah they're also not even counting Jedi's in the census. Which is really oh, rude. Not cool. Um, <laughs> because they are willing, for whatever reason, to count Scientologists. And, I mean, the, the Jedis, they can't... They, At apparently, least Star Wars is real. <laughs> yeah. Right. And harmless. Like mostly. The, yeah, mostly harmless. <laughs> like, okay, okay. These guys are out being big-time nerds, you know. But nonetheless, that's, that's... All they want to do is get together and believe in the Force... And the the light side of the force, not the dark side, right? These are these are the good guys. Oh, and man. Uh, apparently, even though uh, the census was not asking uh, for New Zealanders to uh, uh, whether or not they were Jedi, uh, nine, over nineteen thousand uh, Kiwis declared themselves adherents of really uh, the, the the Jedi religion. Um, while that's only, like half of New Zealand, I know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, while what 300 something there's like 300 Scientologists in the whole 300 country. period period but they're counted that'll actually end up in the report come I mean, they counted, on they New counted Zealand. the Jedis but they're not going to actually figure out the percentage and not cool plug it into you them. know maybe the problem is that they kind of put their heads together in the New Zealand the house where the government meets the little parliament yeah i think, it think it's probably an apartment like the size of this one <laughs> but wherever they meet in out by the sheep field they probably decided it was too ridiculous mm. to have kiwi jedis because it sounded like uh hi leek leek <laughs> i'm your father right yeah yeah you are the you are the with me you're against me yeah <laughs> right yeah that's pretty good i think that's probably a good reason yeah it was the absurdity of just ridiculous. Like, yeah. nobody's going to take your lightsaber seriously when yeah. you're like, hello, hello. <laughs> you're like seriously channeling. Uh, have you spent time with a lot of folks no, from New Zealand? I've, I've known a couple of Kiwis, but I've never been. Oh, okay. And it's because I know a couple of Kiwis, so. <laughs> no. I'm, it looks like an amazing I'm kidding, place. Vicky. <laughs> <laughs> no, and uh, we, we actually have a number of listeners in New Zealand. We were invited out for... For a thing that we couldn't make it to. You know, really? To New Zealand. I'm, I mean, Dan and I were seriously like... That's a slog. Um, yeah. That's a hike. But we really, really thought... Yeah, I'd love to, like, I'd love to check it out sometime. So, um, if they straighten out their Jedi shit, I'll go for sure. <laughs> All right, what have you got? So, let's see. Where do we want to go next? Um, 
Oh, I want to end on a strong note, so we'll just do this funny this funny thing for a second. Um, okay. So, from our friend, uh, our friends at the Friendly Atheist, there is a, a Christian preacher, okay, who claims he has raised. And first of all, he doesn't look like a Christian preacher. He looks like a guy that should be on, on the edge of a swamp playing. What's the What's the upside down wash tub with the broomstick and the string? Okay. Yeah, he should. Sure. That's what he should be doing. That should be his vocation. <laughs> okay. So this guy Todd Bentley, uh, who has previously been YouTubed saying that kicking women in the face is a good way to heal them, claims he has resurrected. I almost said wrecked. Almost has resurrected thirty-five people. Wow. Yeah. Really. Thirty-five people. And so. Hey, here, wow. I know, right? This guy's good. Keep this guy around. Jesus just brought back Lazarus, I think. Yeah, he's... That was it. Yeah. Was that, a, that we know of. <laughs> was, Jesus was a one-trick pony. <laughs> that and the fishes. So, right. he, I'm quoting him here. I actually have a, air quotes, raising the dead tent that I've used for 10 years in Africa. <laughs> uh, and sorry, I can't do the accent, guys. I can do Kiwi, but not this fucking dullard's accent. Um, uh, I've used for 10 years in Africa. I actually put a sign on my tent called dead raising tent oh, and no. people go and who wouldn't look inside there and people go why do you have a tent called a dead raising tent i go well if i'm preaching in a city and anybody dies i ask them to bring them to the meeting we put them in the tent and we pray over them and if nothing happens we bury them <laughs> jesus Christ. good call uh I said, give me two days. I mean, if so, if they're fresh, the closer they are to freshly dead, the easier they are to be resurrected, mm. which I think Billy Crystal brought that up in The Princess yeah. Bride, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mostly dead. Most, yeah. Right, right, yeah. Um, the easier they are to resurrect. The more days they get in, the days they get in there, once you get past the four-day mark, yeah. <laughs> we really do pray for the dead to be raised. Literally, literally, two literallys. Whenever we have the opportunity... We go. We at least go for it. If nothing happens, again, we bury them. We've prayed for probably a thousand resurrections, literally, and we've had thirty-five <laughs> resurrections of the dead. Testimonies of people raised from the dead. Some of them I've seen right before my eyes. Wow. Okay. I guess it only works in Africa, where mm. there aren't a lot of news cameras or something to witness this miracle. Maybe. Yeah. So anyway. Or uh, medical examiners to declare people dead first. I suspect this guy might literally be lying. <laughs> or crazy. Right. Or he right. just he just comes upon a lot of people sleeping and wakes them up. <laughs> Boo. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> There's another one. It lives. <laughs> All right. Then we've wasted too much All time right. on this dope. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I promise a story about a hypocrite. Yes. Um, I'm right and, here. And I've got one. I'm right here. <laughs> okay. I'm in the room, okay? <laughs> well, plug your ears then. <laughs> okay. um, so, uh, Indiana. Oh, yeah. And their uh, House leader. Yes. Uh, and their uh, legislature. Uh, member of the GOP, hmm. right? Uh, the grand old party. Not a big right? surprise in Indiana. Uh, he uh, He's had to resign um, his post after... Um, a sexually uh, explicit video of him uh, cheating on his wife. So, in the act of cheating on his wife, he on, had he had video on flagrant delicto. That's the word. Yeah, yes. that's it. Um, Look it up. He text 
texted the video to everyone on his contact list in his phone. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Why did he do that? Because he doesn't know how phones work. He doesn't work. know how phones work. Oh my god! <laughs> Apparently, but after he realized that the video went out, oh no! He sent out another text with an explanation. He oh. claimed that quote his phone was stolen in Canada and oh. and out of my control for about twenty four hours. Mm. I have just been able to reactivate it under my control. Please disregard any messages you received recently. I am truly sorry for anything offensive you may have received. Um, that is the most, pan- like, think of the thinking behind that <laughs> text. That is the most panic-stricken. Let's talk about uh, aliens, I think. Aliens in Canada. <laughs> like, why? why? People, so, don't, first of all, pe- Canadians don't steal phones. No. No. <laughs> Canadians, they let nice you borrow stuff. their phones. <laughs> um, yeah. So apparently, I would believe that it was maybe uh, maybe out of his control for a minute, right? <laughs> well, I mean, why not? Because his hands were slippery. <laughs> I mean, then maybe the phone wasn't, you know, in his presence. So have and you somebody seen... picked it? I mean, who knows? Because uh, I don't know how stupid you can be. First of all, well, what, no, actually, let's, let's go through the steps here. Let's plumb the depths of stupid. He decided to videotape himself yeah cheating on his wife yeah having sex with another woman yes and put it on his phone right uh, five bucks says it's his like government issued oh like his blackberry yeah like it's his government it's got to be because <laughs> he's not going to use that kind of you know space on his private phone That's, no 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 well, yeah. his wife might see it. it might automatically get uploaded to their uh iCloud I will, you know, I will it's just, there it is. I will eat everything on this desk if it's not his government phone. <laughs> They're just scrolling through. That's oh. what happened. This is what happened. His wife's at home. Yeah. The video automatically uploaded to iCloud, right? Right. She's scrolling through on the, on the Wait, Apple does that TV. happen? I have to, we have to pause for a second. <laughs> I have to go. Yes, of course it happens. <laughs> um, she's scrolling through on the Apple TV. It's like, oh, I want to look at the kids, look pictures of the kids, right, oh, from last week. And hopefully his mother-in-law was sitting there. There's the video. Have you seen the video? I haven't seen the video. So it's, but the, the, the reason I ask is it's clearly him, right? There's like no question. It's not some Canadian who stole his phone, made a banging sex tape, and then returned it to him. I don't know this is a banging sex tape. It it's, doesn't say that. It's Republican sex, so it's right. either just the most white bread or the most frightening. There's, <laughs> there's no in between. There's no in between. <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, uh, this article actually had a, or whoever posted this had a really funny line about um, the uh, his Canadian girlfriend stole my phone defense, which I thought right. was pretty funny. <laughs> it doesn't seem to really convince anyone. Um, and then... Uh, and by the way, Prostitute and girlfriend are not the same thing. Yeah, guys. And, and here, let's get to the hypocrite part of this. Okay. Because we've just been having fun that there's some legislator who made a cheat on his wife and did it in a poor way. And that right? he's a Republican. And he's a, a little, Republican. A little so, sousant uh, of wonderfulness. No, 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 no. This guy has been uh, on a crusade to, protect, quote, protect the integrity of the institution of marriage. Uh, according to his campaign website, oh, no. he claimed that that the family has always been the frontier of our strength or the foundation of our strength of community. Mm. And that quote, in these times of turmoil, the rest of the country could learn something from our example. 
Well, Ooh. a lot of the rest of the country got his example texted to them. <laughs> yeah, it's the... Uh, did, we, did we get the name of the guy? Did I ever say? Oh. Judd McMillan. We need oh. to make sure his name is out there. Judd, Judd. McMillan. Yeah, it's the Judd technique. The Judd... Judd <laughs> you got the Judd. Judd move. That's... You got judded. I, I would... I, I was going to try to come up with a pithier comment, but that is so totally not in any way surprising or and ironic. He, and oh, here's his photo. Oh, no, don't show me his picture. <laughs> Holy shit. Who would who would oh cheat with God. him? He looks like a jack-o'-lantern on crack. <laughs> Doesn't he? That those eyes have not blinked in 20 years. <laughs> ah, shit. Yes, that's amazing. Wow. That is... I'm so glad you're showing me just that much of him too. <laughs> wow. And not the yeah, anyway. <laughs> yeah, so that's always good stuff. Wow. I'm, so now, w w how soon does he become governor or the next Republican candidate? <laughs> I mean, he has resigned. What? Um, yeah. Wow. Republicans he, never resign. He's resigned from office, I believe, not just his post. Um, I might be wrong about that. Wow. I don't think the article is really all that clear on that one. But, but I'm for, assuming that he was uh, forced out of office. And it's probably not one of those moments party. where he says, I'm going to go spend more time with my family because... His family isn't going to be spending time with Because they don't live where you live at the Howard Johnsons. <laughs> Poor dummy. Yeah. Well, I have a nice, I have a nice fun moment to end on, which oh, is just, yeah. <clears throat> which just made me so happy. So who doesn't love uh, America's favorite apple fritter, Donald Trump? <laughs> so I'm, we're being like really cruel with personal attacks today, but I'm just... <laughs> I'm kind of in a mood. So Donald Trump has been, people seem to like him and it's a mystery to me, but uh, he's getting down into the nitty gritty. So it's gone from, I think, the honeymoon phase of I'm rich. Right. I make tacky buildings. Everybody, I'm on the TV. Everybody loves me. Right. Well, now I think it's gotten to this much more serious stage where it's like, okay, dude, now you got to do the retail politics. Now you actually have to meet the hay shakers and the rubes that are kind of excited about you. Yeah. And I don't think he likes it. I, I don't okay. think he's used. I don't think he ever talks to people that are under a certain income bracket or right. can't or, or aren't making his, you know, beef Wellington for him. So, right, right, right. uh, a, a bunch of tele, I imagine a meeting like a big bloody, dough covered don't you think that's his yeah. cu cuisine yeah. i've never pictured him eating before that's a horrible <sighs> see if you haven't you should google trump steaks when he was on the cover of this box of steaks he was selling what you'll never eat meat again <laughs> it's so grotesque people look that up and and don't hate me when you so it's the greatest tool pete has ever had <laughs> yeah it's horrendous so he had he I don't know if he invited these people or they just showed up. Watching the video, I get the feeling they just kind of <laughs> showed up in his office one morning. So he's standing at the conference table in his tacky ass, horrible yeah. gold tower, and there are all there are all these tele uh, well evangelists, evangelicals around him, but they're kind of televangelists. They're famous ones, right? right. So there's like forty of them in the room. They've got him totally surrounded. Um, and they're all tr like touching him and he's standing, he's kind of got his, his crotch jammed against the conference table in an effort to keep anybody from getting in front of him, uh -huh. you know, so at least he's got some space to breathe. <clears throat> 
and he's clutching. He has, you know, he's been waving around this family Bible, like his mom gave him a Bible. Okay. Before he sold her for her bear, you know, for <laughs> sold her skeleton to a science lab or something. So he's clinging to this Bible with, uh, it looks like a man uh, who's fallen off a ship and is clinging to a beach ball in a hurricane. Like he's holding on to this thing, just going, <laughs> and, and they're praying, like they're praying for him and they're all like uh, raising their hands like people, like evangelicals do. And it... I can tell, like, this might be the moment that Donald Trump decides, fuck it, I'm not doing this. Like, I'm out. I just can't handle. I'm out of the race. Because this is what it's going to be from here on out. Yeah. Is eating corn dogs at the fair and, you know, Mm -hmm. shucking corn and making pancakes and kissing babies. And I just don't think he has any capacity for that. (laughs) And what I loved about this picture is this is the first time that I think I have anything in common with Donald Trump. Because so I would have the same reaction. I would have the same horror on my hideous face that he has if I was surrounded by people like. And the best part is, so he kind of deals with this this evangelical thing. And you know, you're looking at that Bible. You know, if he were to open it, it would be like the first time you open a textbook, and there's that kind of crack at the spot. <laughs> it's never been opened. So, right. So. Uh, there's this this amazing moment at the end where the Christians finish and you can tell he's like, okay, I'm good. And there's a rabbi who's, I guess, there's evangelical level rabbis, right? Like kind of celebrity rabbis or whatever. Okay. Because we're a Judeo-Christian country. So this he thinks it's over and this rabbi just reaches around him and grabs his face. Like, he doesn't see it coming. He just grabs like this, like in Alien, that thing that well, goes... This is like a performance troupe. I mean, like, <laughs> this is this is really for real. And you can tell it scares the shit out of him. And he, he kind of reaches for the hand to, to pull it away. And the rabbi starts going off on this on this Hebrew prayer. And Trump, oh. you can tell he's just like, oh, my God, kill me now. <laughs> and it's beautiful. If you, if you, just, if you guys just Google uh, Donald Trump pastor's prayer horror... Oh, or something, you'll find it. And it's really a beautiful moment. So I think I, I think after that we won't be seeing him in the next debate. <laughs> he just gives up. He should give up. Oh my god. Okay. I I'm I'm actually looking up the picture right now because it's awesome. Oh, okay. See he like he you could tell he ran to that conference table <laughs> to try to get away from them and it blocked his path. <laughs> oh my god. All right, that's amazing. And there's like forty of them. It's awesome. Okay. Well, if you would like to uh, chime in, dear listener, on anything that you've heard today thus far, uh, you may do so by uh, emailing us. The email address is podcast at thankgodimatheist.com, or you can also leave us a voicemail. The number is 801, 801, uh, not 801. You've um, given away our location. <laughs> it's uh, 424-666-8442. Um, of course, we are also on Facebook, facebook.com slash TGIA Atheist. And we also have the TGIA Members Only Lounge, which you can search for on Facebook and request to join it. Uh, it does take a minute or two or a month to get in. Um, it does. Dan does make sure that he's only letting in people who, who know who, who we are, basically, as a, as, as a podcast um, so that the, the community stays focused, troll and, free, and troll free, and that your anonymity can be protected. Right. Better so if you're if, kind of if you're in a spot where 
you kind of don't want everybody to know where you're at in yeah. your journey. Anyway, um, TJA members only launch, so go ahead and do that. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, this is Pat Robertson, and he's pissed off about the gays again. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, uh, it was the gays said, look, we want rights. Uh, we want to be recognized. We, we want to uh, be allowed to have unions, and now we want to be allowed to have marriage. And the Supreme Court said, okay, you can have marriage. All right, cool. They don't want to stop there. What they want to do is persecute anybody who disagrees with them. They want those people bankrupted. They want those people put in jail. Is that what the left wants? The answer is absolutely. There, it is vindictive now. We're not talking about having rights from the poor, oppressed gays. We're talking about taking away the freedoms of everybody who disagrees with them. Now, do we want that in America? And don't you think it's time people stand up and say, listen, we've got to make a stand for these people. Uh, and, and yet they're not. They're, they're being pilloried in the press. They're being laughed at in the press because the press is in league with the gay rights people. And they somehow think this is a civil rights issue. They better be careful what they're doing because they're taking away the rights of everybody. That's all I've ever wanted in life. I just don't want anybody but you and me, Frank, to have rights. <laughs> it's absurd. Anyway, I, what does that world even look I'm like? I've always said that the fundamentalist mindset and the super conservative mindset is basically the inability to think a thought all the way to the end. Mm. Just mm. go go to the end of that. Yeah. What does that world look like? How is that enforced? Yeah. How is like, what are we, yeah. if you include, you know, lesbians, transgender people, and, and, you know, college girls experimenting and, and every high school kid now, like, what are we, 10, 12% max of the population? <laughs> yeah, we're that it, we're going to take everybody else's rights. And yeah. I, I just don't fuck. No, it. it's, uh, it's, it's the gay agenda all over again. Poor dumb Pat. Yeah. All right. Well, anywho, uh, we got some people to thank uh, because they've uh, they've uh, started up on Patreon. They're helping us out with the Patreon account. Um, you can find our uh, we we are doing an ongoing funding crowd crowd crowdfunding crowdsourcing the funding however that works um, on Patreon, and uh, we're we're just a dollar and a half away from hitting our first goal. What was that? $100 an episode. 100 bucks an episode? Yeah. Because that puts us uh, basically in line with where we were at at Joyride. And so the idea was, well, let's just get the, let's just get the ball rolling. And these are the people who pledged this <coughs> week. Uh, Dan, Isabel, needs coffee. Jim. Wait, does Isabel need coffee? Or is that <laughs> no, a separate person? It needs coffee is a separate person. Hmm. Uh, Jim, William, Soren, Janine, Matthew, Nicole. And Steve all uh, pledged this week, and uh, I can't thank you enough. Woohoo! Um, especially William. William really he he stepped in with a pretty pretty big pledge. It's a solid name. Yeah, yeah. Um, so thank you guys. Um, we do appreciate it. We're we're really uh, looking to to refocus on the podcast and and uh, and uh, keep on building it and and uh, get out there more and and. Uh, yeah, so there's all of that, um, and we can't do it without your without your support. Woohoo! Thanks, everybody. Uh, so last week, without Dan, I didn't do emails. Um, this week, I I got emails uh, all sorted out, but I didn't get to voicemails. 
All right. Um, so we're just going to do emails, and then we'll do we'll pick up on voicemails next week, and maybe maybe that'll just be the pattern when Dan's not around. <laughs> um, so this, uh, Mark, this is a, a response to uh, you being on the show. Oh God, uh, this is it, huh? <laughs> <laughs> this is the one that decides whether you get to come back next oh, week. Boy, <laughs> uh, hi Frank and Dan. Um, I just finished listening to the latest episode with guest host Mark, and I found his story so moving, and as he put it, such an incredible arc to his life story. I come from a happy home, was raised in a fairly non-strict Protestant family, and female and straight, so it's often hard for me to relate to stories of abuse, oppressive religion the struggles of coming to terms with being gay, and the various pressures placed on young men, especially by religion. I'm also only 28, so thankfully, I remember what it was like before the internet. But by the time I was questioning my faith in my teens, there were definitely resources available to me online. Mm. So as much as I can sympathize with stories about these types of issues, I, as I've said, it's sometimes hard to relate, and therefore they often don't create a major impact on me. That's why I'm so glad I listened to this episode and to Mark's story. I can't quite put my finger on what touched me, but his story and Frank's conversation with him really helped me understand and conceptualize that loneliness and fear that so many youth experience and was a great perspective on a part of recent history that I haven't put much thought into. Wow. Um, I, of course, understand how horrible situations can be, especially for LGBT youth, but I don't think I ever really understood the isolation part, which Mark described so well. Um, my husband and I are expecting our first child early next year, a girl, and I find myself thinking... It's going to be awkward to call, call her Mark. <laughs> That's where this is going, right? <laughs> but do it. Uh, and I find myself thinking all the time uh, now about the types of things I want to teach her. I really felt a great honesty from your conversation, including not sugarcoating bad things, but also finding ways to laugh about them and discuss them, which is the type of thing I want my daughter to learn. So please let Mark know that I really appreciate hearing this story and thank him for me. So thank you. Wow. Isn't that I, great? Um, I'm a little moved by that. Thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, who was that? Jillian. Jillian. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Um, yeah, I think that, that I love hearing other people's stories and it's, it gives us such great perspective and triangulation in life from mm -hmm. kind of how to cope with when things aren't great. So uh, I really appreciate that you, I guess you appreciate it. So yeah. it wasn't a wasted episode, Frank. <laughs> I told you. Um, all right. Well, this, this, was, uh, this next email was bound to happen. Um, we got something wrong. <laughs> um, the word uh, pareidolia, uh, which I struggled with the pronunciation of. Thank you, uh, Wendy, for uh, correcting my pronunciation. Uh, pareidolia. Hmm. is I guess how you're supposed to say it. Um, and uh, so I looked up the word because we received a few uh, emails saying that we are not, uh, that it's not just about uh, Jesus being spotted in brains. I think we were very specific about our use of, of pareidolia. Uh -huh. um, it's a psychological phenomenon, including, uh, or I'm sorry, involving a stimulus, either an image or a sound, uh, wherein the mind perceives a familiar pattern where none actually exists. So this, so people will often see faces. Uh, this is the man in the moon phenomenon. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, hidden messages and recorded music, that kind of stuff. This is like seeing a face appear when you look at that mass on top of Ted Cruz's neck. <laughs> like your, your mind's just trying We're to make <laughs> sense out of whatever that is. 
<laughs> where no human face actually exists. Uh, well, I don't know what it is. <laughs> yes, indeed. It ain't Jesus. <laughs> All right. Uh, we have this. Uh, this was uh, a lovely uh, uh, email um, sent to us by uh, from Logan. Um, hi, guys. Just started listening to your show. Uh, got over here from Cognitive Dissonance. This is the Cognitive Dissonance bump I was talking about. Um, your show is hilarious. Um, I especially loved the, the My Husband's Not Gay episode, which is, we hear that all the time. That's such a, a Which one episode. was that? Was that That's the, the one Andrea. when Andrea came on. Yeah. yeah. Who with, I described her... as Dan's ex-wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, anyway, uh, Logan says, I was listening to one of your episodes where you were discussing TSA screenings and how... They generally aren't a big deal. I just wanted to point some because we we're talking about the scanners, mm -hmm. you know, and uh, and Dan and I were just like, come on, like these people are going to get used to seeing the, the the patterns that are coming out. And yeah, okay, there might be a couple immature, you know, screeners or whatever. If they're seeing your junk, whatever. I somebody mean, saw on. somebody we're, saw Jesus in somebody's junk. <laughs> they paradola yeah, and then they, it got spread all around the internet. Right, the picture of how the, embarrassing the, the the funky junk downstairs. <laughs> um, anyway, um, again, Logan continues. I just wanted to point out something that wasn't covered, and that many people don't have on their radar. These screenings are annoying but benign for most people. However, as a transgender person, I can tell you that for a trans for for trans people, this can be extremely intrusive and worrisome. Not only are you often going through a scanner which shows your anatomy, which puts you at risk of harassment, being outed, or just general embarrassment, but you're often pat down or held up from completing security due to certain garments that many trans people need to wear, mm. such as binders for trans men or gaffes for uh, trans women, which can show up as suspicious on the scanner. Medications that one may need to be bringing, hormones or syringes, mm. um, or photo ID discrepancy. Uh, there have been many cases of trans people being ridiculed, detained, groped, or otherwise harassed due to these screenings. For many transgender people, these screenings are not just an annoyance. For many, myself included, uh, they are frightening and can be a serious problem. Uh, I've been stopped many times, as have many friends, and it has rarely been a pleasant experience. I'm sorry if this seems pedantic. It does not. It does not. Um, it's just something I wanted to bring up, as I feel many... Uh, listeners probably don't have this issue in mind uh, because it isn't a part of their daily day-to-day -day lives. Um, certainly wasn't on my mind. Um, Do you know what's really funny? It, uh, it, I yeah. almost did this as a story today. Oh, really? As an opening story because I just read, thanks, Logan, and I just read some uh, information online about a couple of trans women who had been singled out and it's the gist of the stories I read. It wasn't just that, okay, there's something a little suspicious there's something slightly out of the norm i'm not gonna use the word suspicious mm -hmm. but then it was oh now that we know what it is when now that we know what's happening we're going to humiliate this person because we can yeah. because it's a cruel thing to do and we can make this pe this we can embarrass this person yeah. and humiliate them and that was kind of the gist of what i was getting from those stories which is wretched wow yeah it's it's despicable and and I would say just this, and I'm not a trans person, so I don't. I'm I'm treading carefully mm -hmm. on on this subject, but I I'm just I constantly am amazed at even though the world is cruel and people are generally or many people are assholes, 
where we were 10 years ago with this subject, where we were 15 years ago, I'm, I'm amazed. And I don't, I'm sure that's small consolation to somebody Mm -hmm. who still has to suffer the bullshit of daily life. Right. Um, you know, in that situation, but it just seems like this, it's actually a conversation that we're having as a society. Mm -hmm. And other than the people who panic about bathrooms and, Right. You know, peepees, it's just, it, it feels like there's momentum in a positive direction. Yeah. But stories like that remind you that there's still just a long way to go. Yeah. There's still a ton of work to do. Yeah. So we feel for you for sure. And, yeah. and, and sorry for that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I mean, it's something that we need to have in mind. You know, we need, we need to be aware of these issues and, yeah. and our listeners should all be aware of these issues. Yeah. You know, um, because it's only through that. <clears throat> through the conversation yeah. that that we're all going to get get good on get right show. with it yeah and right and, it. and hopefully when somebody sees something terrible happening stand up for the person yeah you know and and I also I think it's important to say that you and I both as gay men oddly sometimes the community that can be the worst about trans issues mm. is the gay community that is, yeah and and so you know obviously Frank and I are incredibly enlightened people and you're welcome <laughs> for all of our wisdom <laughs> But, you know, we have to call it like we see it. And yeah. sometimes gay guys are kind of dicks. Are kind of dicks. Yeah. No, it's true. Yeah. Um, all right. These next two emails are actually uh, a continuation of the tech issue that some people are having with Patreon. Um, some uh, suggestions that have been made. Um, I suggested uh, clearing out your cash and cookies, um, mm. which... Uh, is some old advice that I learned from a brief stint working customer support at eBay. Um, so my my less than two months, I didn't get through the probationary period at all. Really? Uh, no, I hated it so bad. Oh. I quit. Like this one morning, I just like woke up and was like, I fucking hate this job so much. Was it just I'd a cubicle, cubicle farm? It was cubicle farm, and I was doing uh, live support. So it was just typing, right? in chat little chatty chat boxes would pop up oh yeah and we were supposed to run like five of them at a time right and it was just incomprehensible like i there was this woman you know um i don't want to say this in a way that's going to get me in trouble but there's always this one woman right who can just handle so many fucking emails and who can just like and it's because she's She's brilliant. Somehow her mind just wraps around it and she's so capable. She's in the matrix. But everybody gets compared to her crazy abilities. The overachiever. Yeah. She she would have like 20 chats up and just be like, <laughs> just mile a minute. And so they're like, can you go sit next to Lisa or whatever her name was? And learn. And learn. Because I was like incapable of doing more than like four chats at a time. Right. Dude, that's just like brain wiring. You're, you're not going to learn that. Right. <laughs> Right. She's, she was the Da Vinci of live chats. <laughs> and I seem to recall that we would always say, whenever anybody was having problems with the website, well, have you cleared out your cash and cookies? And that would buy you like 10 seconds. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but uh, this uh, Michael is actually suggesting uh, opening up a private browsing tab or incognito tab, right? So like in Safari or Chrome, you can open up these tabs that um, they shut off. They, they When you do that, it shuts off common browser plugins that sometimes break um the proper rendering of a website i don't know what that means michael but um i do know what a private tab is and i bet a lot of our listeners do so i think that's good advice 
try it if you're still having problems with Patreon. And the other one is um, use Chrome or Firefox. This is according to Zachary. Um, I'm assuming the problem, because it could not be replicated by the support team, is that the user lacks proper root SSL certificate authorities. Uh, I can read the words. I have no clue what it, what it means. Uh, Chrome or Firefox will probably have the proper root CA, uh, proper root CAs installed. It would be, it would help a lot if you could describe the error they are getting. Okay. Um, ah. Sorry. I got lost in there. I fell asleep for a minute. What, (laughs) what's happening? (laughs) Anyway, he suggests use Chrome or Firefox, um, and then uh, I, I don't uh, understand what all this SSL crap I'd is. I'd say clear your cache and cookies. Clear your cache and cookies or open up a private browser. That's, yeah. that's our best advice, I think, at this point. Uh, sorry, Zachary. It got too technical for me. Well, okay, Mark. I guess it's time to, to move on. Yeah. Get to the get to the... The, 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 the Halloween treat. Yes. That, that so we, we teased at the... At the beginning of the show? Uh, it did October. It is the season <laughs> of the witch. Um, and uh, a story very much of, of both local interest mm. and to us here in, in Salt Lake City. And I think of interest to people all over the world because the, the situation in question has a very pernicious global effect. Right. Is this, this conference that is coming to town in October, uh-huh. in the end of October, which will be here the 27th, 28th, and 29th. Okay. Uh, it's crazy to me that they're not extending through Halloween so they can have a we'll human sacrifice and a witch's ball. Um, this thing called the World Conference of Families. Um, and I'll read, I'll just, I have a little fact sheet about them that gives some, oh, wonderful. some brief, uh, some brief information. And then we can kind of drill down a bit more if we like into different, uh, areas of their mendacity. Mm. So the world conference of family, uh, families was started in 1997 by kind of an evangelical guy in Illinois, Illinois, um, it is listed as a hate group by the Southern Poverty Law Center and the Human Rights Campaign, and they both provide voluminous citation backing up their claims of this, this group as a hate group. They, the World Conference of Families loudly and energetically support vicious, violent, factless, and anti-scientific, anti-gay laws in Russia, Eastern Europe, across Africa, and beyond. Uh, they are 100% opposed to any and all control a woman may want to have over her reproductive cycle. I mean, 100% opposed. So no birth control, no. They are 100% opposed to abortion in any and all cases. They oppose sex ed and support a total ban on birth control of any kind. No condoms. No condoms. No. Nothing, 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 nothing. Wow. They have a, a pathological belief that humanity is going extinct. Um. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we're we're yeah. Well, we're just they insist suffering. they it's insist just... all people, even in overpopulated third world countries, must make as many babies as possible. What? Yeah. Uh, in August 2014, the the conference, the, the same conference they're holding in Salt Lake, mm-hmm. they were they were meaning to have their conference in Melbourne, Australia. Yeah. And the Australian the Australian Senate almost unanimously condemned them. Wow. Uh, and they were kicked out. Uh, the good people of Australia came together and said, no way. 
they were kicked out of four different venues. Their conference was thrown into total disarray. And even the, you know, the hard right of Australian politics, which is probably like, you know, wear some sunscreen. Um, they, the far, far right even backed out of the conference. What? Yeah. Um, so they're, they're not loved and they're a bunch of stinkers. Um, <laughs> to make matters worse, they're coming to our very nice town. So and they're coming here instead of... No, that, that was can't, that, that was 2014. Oh, that was 2014. Or was okay. that 2014? That was 2014. So they had to just outright cancel that one. No, I think they kind of met where they should kind of, you know, under the pier pilings and be, behind the rocks. Right. Um, where reptiles dwell. Uh, but uh, they also, this is really interesting. They also, I think this, I think I'm wrong. I think it was 2013 they went to Australia. 2014 was supposed to be in Moscow. And they, okay. and so they do a lot of work in Russia, okay. the World Conference of Families, and we can talk about it. And it's hideous what they're doing in Russia. So you, most of our listeners will know about these odious laws the Russians have, under Putin have passed. Yeah, the stuff about, like, you can't... Uh basically proselytize you homophobic or uh, right uh the homosexual lifestyle or right right you, right. you can't talk about you can't talk about um around kids it is so broadly right? written that bill that literally if a teacher i'm saying literally like that dope preacher that if <laughs> in reality if a if a young person asks a teacher are there gay people uh-huh. and the teacher says yes they're guilty Oh, my God. They can be prosecuted severely for that. You know, there's nothing quite as wonderful as a Russian prison. Um, Gulag. Exactly. Off you go. Um, So they were supposed to meet in Moscow. Uh And there was and this was right after the Crimean crisis. This is after right after after the Olympics. Uh Everybody's like, oh, Putin's kind of wonderful. And then they put out the torch and then they drove into the Crimea. So the World Conference of Families actually responded to the heat that people were giving them and saying, you can't go spend money in Russia when this is going on. Okay. Well, they claimed they claimed that it was because it's dangerous, it was a little dangerous to travel there and it's a little uncertain right now, which I think is pretty rich broth coming yeah. from an hmm. organization that has tried to make life in Russia so appalling and unlivable for a substantial group of people. So for them to be like, oh, it's too dangerous for us fuck you it's so awful so um so they're coming to salt lake city uh yeah yeah and and there has been you know there has been some outcry they're on people's radar well they do have a local connection don't they they they, do don't they do some work down at byu they do some work down at byu and they're very and the sponsoring organization here in salt lake is this thing called the sutherland institute oh they're involved yeah. Of course they're involved. Of course they're involved. So just think of every bad idea from the Middle Ages and the Sutherland Institute <laughs> is all about that. Paul Miro, is he still involved? No, it's not Paul Miro. It's this these father and son team called the Swims. The Swims? Yeah. Oh, good people, the Swims. The Swims. So, um, so they're coming to our fair city, which is bad enough. And uh, for those of you who haven't been to Salt Lake, it's a very nice place. And mm-hmm. the people here are very nice, mm-hmm. generally. So. Yeah. Now we have this cancer descending on our town. Ugh. It's bad enough, but our governor, our elected, well, he was first, John Huntsman left, so yeah. he got kind of stepped in. Anyway, so our governor, Gary Herbert, yeah. um, he has two first names, is, is not the sharpest tool in the shed, but he is speaking at their opening event. Oh, dear 
No, he's not. Yeah. He's speaking at their opening event on the morning of October 27th. <sighs> Followed that same... Well, then his wife is speaking because uh, it's a family affair. And then Mormon Apostle M. Russell Ballard is speaking no right after that. No way. Yeah. So the Mormons, the Mormons, the official church has been desperately doing what I call pink washing right, okay. for the past couple of years after they got busted funding Prop 8 through a bunch of fun, uh, front groups. Right. They've been busted for that. And so now they're like, oh, we don't hate the gay people that much. So, you know, with the help of a lot of local activists, the Mormons actually got on board and passed a pretty amazing non-discrimination ordinance in yeah. in Utah. Yeah. You can no longer be thrown out of your housing for being gay, lesbian, right. transgender. You can't be fired for that. Uh -huh. Whereas before that was totally kosher. Right. So, so they, on one hand, they're doing stuff like that. They're saying, okay, we're going to try to be, we're going to, to try to lurch imperfectly towards the 21st century and, and kudos for doing that. Yeah. But I mean, every, every story I've read on that topic of sort of the, okay. And the, you know, they're, they, they, they've supported these, these, you know, these laws that, 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 you know, shore up rights for, for the, for the gay, lesbian and right. transgender community. Um, there, there's always this little boilerplate, you know, line about yeah. how they, they stay, their, their stance on marriage has has, right. has remained the same. Right. So it's kind of like the Pope, right? Yeah, they want to have it both ways. Exactly. <clears throat> they don't yeah. want to. They don't want to have any more PR embarrassments because they've had s huge PR embarrassments. Exactly. But at the same time, they're just well. We still want to be retrograde nineteenth century, you know, scolds, right? And try to and try to use the and try to use the law and the legislature to make everybody who's not a member of our club behave like they're a member of our club right so they're trying to have it both ways and this is i think uh this is a lurch away from the 21st century mm -hmm. by having this guy uh who's an apostle and for those of you who don't know that's pretty high ranking yeah i mean he's he's uh he, he's on the board of directors he's in the board of directors there uh, it's these days one of the most dangerous jobs in the world you can have is an apostle because they're dropping like flies <laughs> um but it's a pretty serious it's a pretty serious thing for him to be appearing at this horrible conference. Yeah. Now, uh also Apostle Dallin Oaks, <sighs> who is not known as if he was a party clown, you wouldn't have him do your kid's party because he's spooky. So Dallin Oaks is on their board. He is on the per he's on the permanent board of directors for the World Congress of no. So they they are they're tightly tied. They've got good ties with the Mormon church. So good. Neat and tidy. So good. In fact, I printed out the schedule of events. And let me tell you, over three days, uh -huh. busy bodies keep busy. There are <laughs> so many speakers you can't even believe. And, and this thing is like, it's like the Trump family Bible. That's the schedule. This is the schedule. And okay. you're saying that, you know, BYU, you say, I think you said BYU is involved. I got rep a repetitive motion injury from highlighting all the BYU uh, professors that are involved in this oh, thing. Jesus Christ. So if if you go, if you have the the bad luck listeners to go to BYU, you can take those three days off school because nobody in the faculty is going to be there. <laughs> They're all going to be at this thing, right? For the torchlight rallies and whatnot. Right, right, right. Um, but our oh, well, gov our governor speaking. Those two, uh, that one oh, apostle speaking. That lovely Gail Ruzica. Uh, yeah, is going to be there. Local local Shrike Gail yeah. Ruzica will be there. Yeah. Um. Uh, Brian Brown from the National Organization of Marriage, 
who uh, is as wow. yeah, who is as major um, a silent film villain as you could ever hiss at is going to be there. Um, so it's it, basically if you take every terrible idea the Christian right has ever had, uh-huh. boil it down to a little mass, and then centrifuge that at high speed for two millennium. Right. That little chunk of concentrated evil is what you're left with. And, and it's the, it's this thing. The World Conference of Families. I mean, they, but they, they hold such wonderful events as uh, the Festival of Families. Hmm. Doesn't that sound nice? It does sound nice. You know, the Festival of Lights comes to festival, festival. You know, uh, you go and you just look at yeah. families. Are they little <laughs> booths of various think- different... Different kinds of families from around the world. Actually, what it is is, is they come and look at your family <laughs> and then judge you based on that. So, I mean, just a, a couple things. And if you think I'm exaggerating, just let, let me read a couple things if that's all right, Frank. Okay. Um, uh, let's see. A few years ago, they were supposed to, the World Conference of Families board, they're all Americans. So this is an international organization, right? Okay. And they're doing, because the Enlightenment has caught up to America. And it it has. And, you know, it is, despite our many flaws, we are a post-Enlightenment country and we're Uh fairly liberal and, and we keep moving in that direction imperfectly. Right. So their shit isn't getting any traction in this country, any real traction in this country anymore. So they've decided to export it. So they go to, they go to, to post-colonial countries. They go to, you know, a kleptocratic mess, like, like post-Soviet Russia. Right. Where Putin is like down with it. if you guys have a way to control people let's talk about it right so here's just you know they were they were meeting on capitol hill and they're all americans and they're all you know every everyone on their board is an american and senator mark kirk was supposed to provide them with a, a room for a press conference on capitol hill and he, he learned kind of how hideous they were after that and he canceled it so john boehner uh, provided them with a room at the last minute Oh, that's nice of him. So, f- champion of the family uh, and <laughs> not crazy person, uh, Alan Carlson, the founder of this little tea party, uh, compared the criticism of his work uh, and not getting the conference room they wanted to the fascism of the 20s and the 30s, and oh. then proceeded to heap praise on Russia and Vladimir Putin for their anti-gay crackdown. <laughs> so... Um, <laughs> Uh, their spokesman is a real peach named Don <laughs> Fetter, okay. uh, who is a lying, hysterical, crazy person. Um, <laughs> and here's a column he wrote in his official capacity for these people. Just an excerpt. Where will the human WMD in the White House do the most damage? The economy or national security? Since Obama became president, 27 million jobs bit the dust. Labor force participation rate... Uh, is the lowest in 36 years. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. The National Council of La Raza's favorite gringo doesn't know uh, or care how many thousands of dreamers streaming across our borders each month have communicable diseases or are criminals or terrorists traveling incognito. Oh, my God. He's given up even the pretense of trying to control the border. It's all the Congress's fault anyway for not passing comprehensive amnesty, which will work as well as keeping out illegals as dousing a fire with gasoline. Okay, so... If you love fam, if you claim to love the traditional family, yeah, I don't know what constituency in this country is more about that than Mexican Americans, right? Right. So, yeah. uh, you know, hates hates immigrants. Um, 
uh, let's see what else. Uh, uh, oh, so they, and they use as the cornerstone of their anti-gay research this guy named Mark Regnerus. Okay, and I think we've probably you've probably heard about him in the past. Somehow has a job at the University of Texas, and you know isn't picking poop out of his toes on the edge of a village somewhere. <laughs> Um, and Texas has a lot of places where he could do that. Um, the Regnerist study is used, it's been used by every anti-gay group in the country. Okay. And it's, yeah, okay. he says he studied 3000 people who were raised by same sex parents. Right. Okay. This guy. Okay. Well, he didn't. He interviewed two people what? who were raised by same sex parents. And, and from that concluded that 50% are one way and 50%. <laughs> you concluded that 100% of the time it's bad to be raised by same-sex parents. Wow. His research has been laughed out of every court in the land since right. the, the slog of the federal courts up to the Supreme Court, including the Supreme Court. He was laughed out of court in all these places. Wow. His, the, with the help of the World Congress of Families, his research was the cornerstone of passing a law in Russia that with this three that they interviewed that he interviewed 3000 people raised by same sex families this law is a different from is different from the other ones it it allows the government to snatch the biological children from parents from their biological parents if they're suspected of being gay snatch the child to take the child out of their natural biological parents because house the child they think is the child is gay no or because the, the, the parent parents. is suspected of being gay Wow. So they're they're fully behind that law in Russia. These these are these are horrible horrible people. Here's their press this release is... about Uganda. Oh, I, yeah, okay. Okay. So they're very very active in Africa, especially Nigeria and Uganda. Uh and this is that this from them is a glowing press release. <laughs> Uganda will not bow to foreign pressure to legalize homosexuality. According to Nazaba Buturo, a, a minister of state for ethics and integrity, Uganda will continue to resist pressure from the United Nations and foreign governments to legalize homosexuality. Uganda will not be forced to legalize practices that are illegal, unnatural, and abnormal, Buturo told journalists. In a message to Uganda's representative to the United Nations, the minister stated, they, the UN and foreign governments, have no right to call us names, to call us extremists. <laughs> Yeah, you can tell people what they can say and can't say. <laughs> no uh, right. Have no right to call us names, to call us extremists. Paturo said his government would communicate with nations that share its perspective on homosexual relations. Uganda is considering a comprehensive law which would make it a criminal offense to promote homosexuality, especially among youth. Uganda's stand against homosexuality has been condemned by international groups seeking to advance the homosexual agenda. And they're very happy about this. Yeah, I'm sure. And what the but, law in yeah, I, I love how the article is like all about you know we're going to stand up to international pressure blah 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 blah, but isn't it international influence that's like who the fuck are these in, guys? In the form of Americans come walking in saying, hey, you should still keep hating the gays. I mean, they're just playing to to you know cultural you know fears and stereotypes and blah 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 blah. Yeah. And oh well, these these foreigners are okay, right? And they'll, they'll shower money on us and, and give us resources to, to continue, ha you know, spreading hate. Yeah. But those foreigners right. who, who oppose that, they don't have any right. It's amazing. There should be no international influence here. I did. And it's like, come, get off. Get it. I know. It's, it's, and again, it's because these, 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 you know, kind of fascistic 
types cannot get traction enough traction in the United States. They're doing damage in the United States. Let's not lie to ourselves. Right, right, right. They're causing harm and they're making life objectively worse. Right. Especially for gay people and LGBT people in more rural areas right. and more conservative states. But in Uganda, they can go and they have just the right fuel for the fire. Totally. And so be it. Yeah. And if they can make it work, I don't know what the thinking is. Like, oh, if we can make people suffer over there, maybe it'll catch fire and happen over here. Well, yeah, maybe maybe you turn uh, turn the tide internationally. Is that maybe what they think they're doing? Like get enough places in the world that where, where gays are hated and then it doesn't seem like such an extreme thing to, I don't to know. hate gays back home i think you know? yeah but when when the, when the two countries that are signing up are russia and uganda nothing against either of those places i guess although i, I feel just fine having things against russia but um that's more probably cultural than anything <laughs> um uh you know i mean it's not like they're getting great places get no. get sweden to yeah. join up, folks, and then that's that's a real feather in your cap, you know. Get 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 France to to all of a sudden be like, oh yeah, gays are awful, you know. Exactly, you know. And, and, and then, well, and they, they do they do have traction in France actually. They do because there's this major there in a lot of Europe. There's this rise of the right that's based on kind of a, a lot of panic about immigration and stuff like that. Yeah. So the Le Pen's party in in France and and um, I can't remember the the National Front uh, are very good friends with the. World Congress of Families, and Ugh. they are, it is generally very, very anti-Semitic, uh, yeah. obviously very anti-woman, very anti-gay. Um, but you're right, what we were saying just a second ago, this idea that um, what is more colonial than these, you know, white fathers showing up, ex um, lecturing you on morality, right, and saying, this is, this is what the Bible says, this is what you must do. I mean, it's just, it's galling. Yeah. Um, and what they're openly supporting in Uganda is murder. I mean, it is, yeah. it is, you can't talk, you, so same in Russia, you can't talk about homosexuality, you can't, groups of homosexuals can't meet, How, whatever they deem those homosexual to mean, they can't meet. Um, they can't talk about it in school, you can't talk, so basically this is a all-American group that is demanding an absolute ban on free speech, free association. Yeah. Um, and they're criminalized. You know, the, the, the Christian right's always screaming about thought crime. Right. And bullying is, anti-bullying is thought crime. Anti-bullying legislation. Well, homosexuality is a state of, it's an innate state of being. Right. What, how do you criminalize that? Right. And that's what these guys are all about. So they're, they're not just another group of, you know, Christians meeting. To, we had the Episcopal conference here earlier yeah. this year, right? And yeah, they were delightful. Yeah, totally delightful. <laughs> and then their purple shirts and and they didn't, you know, they didn't shame anybody or for the most part harmless. For the most part, harmless. for the most part harmless. On these kind of issues, they're harmless. Um, wow. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So uh, it, I'm not sure what to to say about it, except you know anybody who maybe has a. Uh, uh, an advocacy kind of bent, at yeah. least a call to the governor's office, who's still listed as as a speaker. Yeah, that on the first day. Yeah, yeah, it's not a bad idea. Yeah, and then I mean, uh, maybe maybe start Facebooking about it, and yeah, someone needs to start October twenty seventh, twenty eighth, and twenty ninth. And something tells me that we're not going to have a hard time spotting these folks around town. <laughs> well, it would be really a lot of fun to do is if you could find like a really prominent 
you know, side of a building or whatever and just put up a nice, you know, big banner, you know. Yeah. Salt Lake City welcomes hateful Christians. You yeah. Know, or whatever. It's pretty terrible and it's pretty sad. And, and you know, the I, I always like to, when I'm having conversations about atheism or, or the Christian right or whatever with people to say, look, everybody's entitled to their opinion and their ideas. But yeah. every opinion and every idea are not equal. Yeah. If if you and I, Frank, and our listeners, I imagine mostly, got our way legislatively in the world, <laughs> what would be the difference an evangelical Christian would notice? Um, well, legally or yeah, like, I mean, like, if we if like if, if in, equality in their life, yeah, and their ability to go about their life, right. and go to church right. and all that. Yeah, they still get to do all those things. They, 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 they wouldn't even notice. still get to be hateful. They wouldn't even notice. Yeah. Now, what if they all got their way? What would our lives be like? It would be hell. It would be hell. Yeah. It would be hell for every woman, every gay person. It would be hell for every racial minority in this country. Yeah. So it, it's not equal. So yeah. they're, they're not analogous. They're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> they, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, thank you, Mark, for filling, this in, filling us in on this. Uh, I also want to just kind of comment um, on the, uh, the mass preparation <laughs> that, that Mark showed up with. I mean, it, 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 at one point, it was just <laughs> piles of, uh, of, of printouts just from, from one side of the table to the next. I took out a forest and, for, uh, for these people. You easily went through a packet of, yeah. of highlighters. Yeah. Um, there's, and there's, we just, and honestly, <laughs> that's just scratch, scratching the surface. Yeah, that's horrible. And we mostly focused on the gay stuff when you start yeah. getting into their stances on feminism and, yeah, and birth control and, and abortion. And, yeah. and it, everything, everything they believe is based on fallacious science and ideas right. that abortion causes breast cancer, that abortion causes infertility, that abortion causes suicide, right. that just on and on and on. And the contraception somehow increases STDs. And right. Well, they don't need good science. They've got the truth, right? They've got God. So they just need uh, some mildly corroborating yeah. stories yeah. From, from out in the field. And no. It would be weird for us just to think about, you know, as people who are right about everything, to try... <laughs> Being wrong about everything for a minute. That must be weird. Yeah. Yeah. I can't, I can't even imagine. So if anybody from the World Congress of Families is listening, please please stay home. <laughs> we don't want you here. It's, fall is so yeah, nice really, in Salt Lake. Yeah. Um, it's not often that I, I, I want to roll up the welcome mat for people visiting Salt Lake. No, very seldom. Yeah. This, this one, I, I think that's... It would be fitting. I don't know how you could possibly, yeah. you know rally enough people that is one thing about salt lake we're also used to being surrounded by the the the, the bullshit the nonsense right. you know, even though we have this nice little blue dot you know in the middle of the whole thing um the uh i think we just get really compl- it's hard to rally us yeah to, we're st- to, because we're just we know the legislature sucks and we know there's you know okay show up and vote i guess i will yeah you but know. but we're so people like us are so surrounded by like minded people. Yeah. And I guess it it causes some complacency that we should probably get over our shit and Yeah. And kind yeah. Of- I think I think it, this would be a good moment for some people to get together and and uh at least stand outside with some signs and just be like, you know, you guys suck. Not me and Frank cuz that sounds hard. <laughs> and you know it's it could could be brisk the end of October, it might be sweater weather and it could <laughs> Your hands could get cold. Uh, yeah. But you guys do it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, all right. Well, if you would like to maybe spearhead this whole thing for us <laughs> or would like to tell us why we're completely wrong about everything, except this one. This one, Mark, is not wrong about this. I think we're pretty much yeah. right on on this one. Yeah. But if you'd like to respond to anything that you've heard today on the show, please do. Uh, you can email us at podcast at thankgodimatheist.com or you can leave us a voicemail message. We'd love to play them. Um, when uh, Dan's around so he can take half the work of all that. Um, the uh, telephone number is 424-666-8442. It's also nice to visit the Facebook page, facebook.com slash TGIatheist. You can like us there. We've got a lot of likes. And then, you know, you get uh, all of Mackenzie's wonderful uh, posts um, uh, in, in in your news feed. Just like that. Uh, you just like it, and that starts happening. Uh, and then, of course, also um, there is the TGIA Members Only Lounge on Facebook. Uh, you search for it on Facebook. No, no, if you search for it on Google, you won't find it. Um, but search for it there and uh, request to join. And in a day or two, maybe three, Dan will uh, have you vetted and let you in. And then, then it's just amazing. Yeah, and it's just like this vibrant community of uh, like-minded people uh thank you so much for listening and thank you to Mackenzie uh for all of her work on facebook and thanks to the red rock hot club for letting us use their music and thanks to mark thank you can i give a shout out real quick oh sure yeah to my sweet man my jesse on his 40th birthday today Ah, love you babe happy birthday happy birthday jesse woohoo yeah and thank you mark for uh sitting in uh we'll have one more week with mark um and then dan will be back We'll see. And uh, <laughs> we're just going to grab all the equipment. I've gotten the- comfortable in this <laughs> palatial place. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, and thank you, uh, dear listener, for listening. Bye. Bye.